No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that Isaiah invites all who are thirsty to come and drink. God will make an everlasting covenant. His word is like the rain and shall not return void. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 55 on Simply the Bible. One of the things that I most appreciate about the gospel is that it is available to everyone. You don't have to be rich or popular or good looking. You just have to be willing. And God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The one requirement is that we are thirsty for what is real and that we are willing to come to God without pretense. We continue today in Isaiah chapter 55. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? God here gives a universal invitation to everyone to come and drink. He knows that we all have a thirst within us for that which only he can quench. That's what Jesus said to the Samaritan woman at the well. Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, he said. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Where can you get wine and milk for free? God knows that people seek these things. Now, these material staples are metaphors for the spiritual essentials. These are the things that are available to us without spending a dime. The best things in life truly are free. Why do you spend money on that which doesn't satisfy, God asks, but that is the American way. We desire something and we must have it, but we don't have the money. So we put it on a credit card, but then once we get it, we find it doesn't satisfy. We still thirst. It doesn't live up to the advertising claims. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you the sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know and nations who do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Now, what truly delights the human soul? It is listening to the words of God and letting them sink deep within where they may minister to the deepest part of us. They are designed to edify, encourage, and comfort us. Now, God said that if we will incline our ear to him, then he will make an everlasting covenant with us. Where else can you get a deal like that? He said, I have given David as a witness. Now, when Isaiah wrote this, David had already lived and died. 
So Isaiah was speaking of the promised descendant of David that would forever sit on his throne, namely Jesus Christ. The Father has given him as a witness for the people. He came to witness to us of what God is really like. You will recall that when his disciple Philip said to Jesus, Show us the Father and that will be enough, Jesus replied, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. But Jesus is not only the witness, he's also our leader, commander, and the head of the church. Everything works so much better when we realize this, when we stop trying to push our own agenda and realize it Christ is the head. We can do nothing apart from him. And as we all submit to him, things just go so much smoother. Now, Isaiah said, nations who do not know you shall come to you. He already said that Jesus would be a light to the Gentiles. Consequently, nations who did not know God would run to him. Now, as Gentiles, once we were not a people, but now we are the people of God, co-heirs with believing Jews to the promises God made to Abraham. Verse 6, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. We seek the Lord by first believing that he exists and that he rewards those who come to him. But we must seek him while he may be found and call upon him while he is near. You see, there is a window of time. One day the door will be shut and then there will be no more opportunity. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthians, For God says, at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. And that is why the Bible exhorts us that if today we hear his voice, to listen, not to harden our hearts, but to respond while it is still today. Now, the wicked must forsake his wicked way, and the unrighteous must forsake his evil thoughts. God requires that we repent. That is to turn from our sins and trust in him. We must return to the Lord in faith. The gospel is repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Acts 20.21. If we cover our sins, then we won't prosper. But if we will turn from them and believe in Jesus Christ, then God will have mercy on us and abundantly pardon us. But this opportunity won't last forever. Verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I cannot tell you how many times I have personally quoted this verse in prayer because I realize that I don't know what to do and I need God's help. I need his wisdom. And he says so, that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. Now, I don't know how high the heavens are above the earth, 
But I do know that astronomers continually revise their estimates about how big the universe is. So regardless of how high the heavens are above the earth, let's just say that it is a large amount of space. And his ways are that much higher than our ways. And his thoughts that much higher than our thoughts. That should bring us to the point of despair in ever thinking that we can figure life out on our own. We need God's thoughts and ways that he reveals to us through his word. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. Now, God uses an illustration here from nature that we can all understand. The rain comes down, the snow from heaven, and what happens? It waters the earth and it brings forth seed and fruit. And in the same way, the word of God rains down from above to us. Now, if we will allow it to penetrate our hearts, if we will read it and listen to it and meditate on it and abide in it, then it will bear fruit in our lives. And that's what we must do. God knows exactly what we need. He created us. He knows what will bring to us abundant life and godliness. For example, in your marriage, he knows that you can't figure it out yourself. When you run into problems, you don't know what to do. But if you will listen to God's word, if you will put into practice what he says, if husbands will love their wives and wives will respect their husbands, and that rather than responding in anger, you will let a gentle word come out of your mouth <laughs> that's fitting according to the word of God. Listen, he knows what you need to make things work in your life. And if you do what he says, then it will bring forth good fruit in your life. God knows what will lead us to virtue and ultimately to glory in his kingdom. He alone has the words of everlasting life. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree. And instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Now Isaiah was speaking here to the Jews who would come out of Babylonian captivity back to the mountains of Jerusalem and they would respond, they would rejoice. The mountains and the hills would break forth in singing. The trees would clap their hands. Can you imagine that? They would be joyful because God's people were coming back to their homeland. But this also applies to those who have come out of the captivity of this world and the bondage of sin and who will ultimately inherit the kingdom. We shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. This also looks forward to the millennial kingdom when the land itself will prosper and God will establish an everlasting memorial for his name. Listen, God has given us all this invitation to come to Jesus Christ just as we are. He will accept us just as we are, but 
we must come. And Jesus said, whoever comes to me, I will by no means cast out. If we will do this, then God will forgive us. He'll be merciful toward us. He'll pardon us of our sins. And we shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. We shall be fully satisfied and rejoice evermore. And all these spiritual blessings come to us freely as we believe in Jesus Christ. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we do just thank you for your amazing invitation of grace that we can come to you through Jesus Christ just as we are. Father, thank you for loving us so much that you sent your only son to die on the cross to take upon himself our sins so that we might be forgiven by simply believing in him. Lord, I pray for anybody hearing this today that might be caught in the throes of sin. God, that you would grant to them grace and forgiveness and power to repent, to turn from their sins, and to trust in Jesus Christ for eternal salvation and forgiveness. God, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. And please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where the Lord offers salvation to all foreigners who do righteousness. His house is a house of prayer for all nations. He rebukes Israel's irresponsible leaders. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.